This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Hey guys, welcome back to According To. My name is Megan. And I'm Sierra. This week, we are going to be talking about the truth about social media. So basically, this is just going to be us talking about social media in general, how we grew up with social media, different things that we've had, and then also we kind of wanted to touch on like the pros and cons of social media because I feel like a lot of times people kind of demonize social media and how it has affected everyone in today's day and age. And so we're going to be sharing our thoughts on some things. We have this kind of categorized out into like a little outline that we're going to go through and hopefully just any tangent that we can think of while we're talking about stuff, we'll try and take the opportunity to just talk about social media. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure you guys will probably relate to a lot of what we're talking about because more likely than not, I would guess that you guys all have a variety of social media accounts and I think Although we can be all, hard to find us. It would be. Um, I think we can all agree that social media... Uh, depending on the platform, can be both harmful, but it can also be helpful. So we're just going to kind of run through all the different aspects of it to the best of our abilities. Before we do that, of course, we're going to do our weekly spotlight. So Sierra, did you have one specific for this week? I mean, nothing specific, but just life has been great. We've been on break, had our nice little Florida trip. That vlog is live on our YouTube channel. If you guys want to go ahead and watch that. And we've been bookworms this past we week. We have. I was going to bring that up. We should talk about uh, some of the books that we've read. Um, so a couple weeks before we actually went on vacation, we decided to go get some books to start reading because I was like, everyone's, it seems like it's trendy to read right now, which is mm-hmm. like, that's cool. You really say that reading is trendy. I don't know, but it just seems like it is, which is good, I think. It certainly isn't bad. And so <laughs> me and Sierra were like, let's go find some books. And so we went to Barnes and Noble. We were there for so long, like, it took us I was forever in to kind of finally decide what we wanted to try reading. And then we ended up both picking out two books. And that was what we started reading on our trip. And so I finished my book that I brought. Sierra brought a book. And then we actually then switched and finished both of those books on the way back. Or I th- actually think I finished Sierra's the night that we got back from our trip because I was close to finishing it, but I didn't quite finish it. So that was two books. And then... I had another one that I didn't end up packing with me because I was like, I don't have enough room to pack like two books. So but we just got back to Iowa City yesterday and I was like, let me start reading my other book. And I finished it already, like less than a day later. Yeah, same. It was really good. So So, me and Sierra are going to switch again. Some of the, I'll save the books that we got. So I ended up picking out The Inheritance Games and Confess. And then I picked out The Silent Patient and November 9. So um, I read The Inheritance Games first. I do not recall who the author of that is, but I'm sure you can just Google it. Um, I really enjoyed the book. It was kind of like YA Knives Out vibes. So basically just like this like guy dies and like leaves behind a will. And it's like, why did he leave it to this girl? And like there's this whole mystery. So I quite enjoyed it. Um, I know that the silent patient was by Alex. Michael Latus or something. Something like that. And then the book that both me and Sierra just read 
for our second books. Those were by Colleen, Colleen Hoover. Hoover. And I think I like her books. They're definitely like very like romance vibes, or at least yeah. like the two that we read. But that intrigues me. The Silent Patient was like extremely good though. Had a huge twist, I thought, at the end. And we were explaining it to our dad because we knew he would absolutely not be reading a book anytime soon. And he was like invested and was like, this needs to be a movie. Mm-hmm. It would be a really good plot for a movie. And then we actually ended up giving that book to Haley. Even though Haley's not really a reader, we were like, just try reading it. So Haley, you'll have to just let us know if you've started reading it yet. But I'm like, dang, once you start reading it, really is like... Yeah, it becomes like a pretty good habit to pick up. And like, I am actually like a faster reader than I thought. Same. Like, <laughs> I was like, these books have all been like around 300 to 400 pages if you'd ask me, like, oh, like, how long do you think it would take you to read, like, a book that's that long? I would say, I don't know, like, five days, maybe? And it definitely depends on, like, how much time I have to invest. Like, I'm not yeah. doing anything right now. There's no school going on, so I've obviously had more time to invest. Like, last night, I think I started reading around, I don't know, 11, maybe? And I was like, I'll read until, like, midnight and then go to bed. But I think I ended up reading until, like, 2 because I was, like, <laughs> too invested. And then I woke up again this morning at, like... 8.30 or something, and I was like, I don't really have anything I have to do right now, I guess. So I just started reading again. That's pretty much what I did, too. I was, like, going to bed, started reading my book, then I went to bed, then I woke up, and I was like, I guess I'll just keep reading. And so, yeah. Great book, though. Fun little new hobby that I'm picking up. We'll see how much I can actually keep it going um, during our summer session because that's, like, a good in-between. Like, not too much yeah. school. I can definitely still probably keep reading, but, you know, that's I'll, have my, I'll have other things on my plate, but... All were, all were really good books. And if you guys have any recommendations, then you should leave them on our Instagram. We always post for episodes usually. So comment on that, some book recommendations. Or if you guys would like us to keep you guys updated with the books we've been reading, let us know. Maybe we could segments. do a little mini segment on the podcast or on our Instagram or something. It also hold us accountable to keep reading. Okay. So the very beginning of this is going to be kind of cheesy, just like, one has like when did social media start? I'm gonna run through this pretty fast, but I thought it'd be helpful to see, you know, where have we come? Where do we start? Or how far we come? What did I say? Um, so from my research, social media began really in the 80s and 90s, starting with different bulletin boards, forums, and then email, and then AOL. Which, if you guys didn't know what it stood for, do you know what it stands for? Because I just figured this out with uh, my research. No, that was before my time. It stands for America Online. Um, and that was the first true precursor with like instant messaging boards and stuff like that. And then 2002, Friendster, which is often considered like the first actual social media platform, um, became a thing. Now it just exists as a gaming website, I guess. Oh, really? And really? Um, then in 2003, LinkedIn and MySpace became popular. And obviously, everyone in the business world has a LinkedIn now. Even I have a LinkedIn. You know what's and funny? Is that's just because everyone says make a LinkedIn. I feel like. Every time I see LinkedIn, I don't know, like, why, but I always want to say, like, LinkedIn, or, like, it reminds me of, like, LinkedIn logs. It reminds me of when we were growing up, I feel like for some reason I would, like, see my dad have, like, a LinkedIn listed, and in my mind, like, I literally had no reference to what that was possibly talking about, so I always thought it was, like, an, an L. L and not yeah, an I. Yeah, I think that's probably it. That it was one word, so that's what I always think when I see it. And then MySpace, never had MySpace. And then Facebook came out in 2007. Obviously, we all know about Facebook. Many people probably have Facebook. And then at this point, it was also kind of like interesting because something I was reading was talking about, obviously, we used to all come home and like have desktop computers. And so that's where our social media was. But then with smartphones increasing and stuff like that, now 
everything was switching from desktop to mobile. And so like how that was formatted mm-hmm. had to be different. And then um, I thought it'd be fun to talk about kind of like with the newer ones. I figured maybe we just talk about when our we got entrance our stuff. into social media. Because obviously there's lots of social media I haven't mentioned. Yeah. Um, I never got into MySpace, never made an account. So that stuff is, you know, before my time, I think my first social media account was a Facebook. I think I made that in sixth grade, I, I guess down. is what you have written yep. down. Um, I remember, I don't really know why me and Sierra wanted to make a Facebook. I think it was just everyone else had a Facebook. A lot of people in our grade, which like sixth grade's young, trust me, I I understand. But everyone else had a Facebook and you just kind of feel like you're missing out if you don't also mm-hmm. have that. So that's what we did. Didn't really it's do so much weird to it. think about how like the dynamic on Facebook has changed as it's not been like the main platform for younger kids like people remember you was like is a running joke to like have your friends as like family members on facebook mm-hmm. be like oh like my friend is my mom and then like this friend is my cousin and you just like do that yeah isn't that weird <laughs> and then like the pick monkey collages no it wasn't pick monkey it was picnic sorry yeah picnic i was devastated when that website shut down and then um our next social media, actually, if I'm not mistaken, was our YouTube channel. Or honestly, I was What's kind of funny? like, to be fair, we were probably on YouTube before TC2 even started technically. So I don't know exactly when we started on, on YouTube. And like, that was so not the social media platform I feel like you would think would be like the next one you would dive into. Yeah, but I was going to say, I don't feel like YouTube, I mean, it definitely didn't start off as a social social media platform. I feel like well, I was used to like, have video responses. So it was a little more. I just feel like my initial memory of YouTube is like, oh, like that's a place like for music videos. And that's like the only thing that we would go and watch on YouTube uh, from my memory. Yeah, but that's not what we would make. I know. But like, I just like my earliest memory, I swear, of YouTube is like one, scary car. And then two, uh, the Avril, Avril Lavigne boyfriend music video. I feel like Haley played that all the time. And so we would like watch that. And I was like, oh, this is YouTube. This that's is my YouTube. memory. I always felt like, I don't know why, but growing up, I felt like YouTube, we were not allowed to go on YouTube. I just felt like I was not like supposed to be on YouTube. I thought of it like MTV. I was like, I'm not supposed to be watching this. Like I'm too young to go on it. Yeah. And no one ever told me that. So I don't know. Maybe it was because Haley was on it. So I was like, Haley's older. So like she can be on it, but I can't be on it. Which is so funny because then we were just like, well, actually I'm going to make a YouTube channel yeah. now. Just kidding. Um, Fun fact, actually, we just were home at our dad's house this weekend and I guess our mom gave away, like, things. I'm assuming it was closed, but our very first or one of our first camcorders was also in it. And so um, our mom gave stuff to follow me here. Our older sister Haley's fiance's family sister. slash younger sister, like, they gave stuff to them. I don't know. I didn't even know this happened. But Haley was saying that um, they found, like, our one of our first cameras and I was like okay and so she actually like they gave it back to Haley in case we wanted it and so there was actually like footage on it this was from like a tape thing technically which and so, I don't even know why we got a camcorder with tape because I'm pretty sure that wasn't like a big thing yeah we never we got well, that's it. why we could never use it we didn't have any like way to transfer what was I supposed to do with that I could yeah. only play it on the camcorder anyways so we started playing it and oh my goodness our voices were so high. If you have seen like our first YouTube videos, though, probably much about just like that, that same, that same same sound. But it's funny because as soon as before we turned it on, Sierra was talking about how like we made videos with our Beanie Babies, which are just like those little tiny stuffed bears. And as soon as like we hit play on the video, guess what it was? The Beanie, Beanie Babies. Babies. 
Um, and so, yeah, I was like, I don't know. I was just like embarrassed in the sense that like I had no idea what was going to come out of either of our mouths. So yeah. I was like, um, don't hold me responsible. We don't have for to this. listen to this right now. But our dad was like, our dad so was so intrigued. into it. He well, he's like, always, I love this. He's always like, you guys should just post this. No, and literally, he says that with like literally no regard. Literally, to, like, I have an example. He just bought this new speaker, and he loves it. And I was using it and just like playing. Um, the stream um, sour by Olivia. Rodrigo. Stream sour by Olivia Rodrigo. I was uh, playing good for you, and he was like making dinner. We were like grilling out, and I was just like dancing around singing. And I swear to God, he was like, "You should like post this." And I was like, "Post what, Dad? Like, post what and where and why and how?" Like, we weren't vlogging. We never are when he like says. Like this that's stuff. why I don't think he truly understands. He's like, "You need to post it on YouTube," and I'm like, "Post what on YouTube? Like a video of me post it on shorts. dancing to Olivia Rodrigo's album? One that would get copyrighted, so no." Two, what kind of video is that? Like, like I don't no just post anything. No one wants to consume that content. So, Dad, and if you're listening, love you, but I don't think you just fully understand explain the like, different purpose of different social media platforms. Like, he doesn't really get it. My dad's a very not social media heavy person. He just got Facebook like two years ago. Yeah, he likes it though. Anyways, so that was YouTube, Instagram. Well, we made one. We like just kind of talked about like us consuming YouTube, but then we made it. Our first one was actually not in seventh grade because that's what you have written down, but we made it at mom's old house. I know. That's what I was talking about. And it was called Snigglefritz123, and we were pretty much just Fred Copycats because Fred was the most popular YouTube account at the time, and we were like, we want to be famous like Fred. I still have a memory. Do you know like the video I'm thinking of where it's like the you stretching? No, there's one where it's like you quote unquote stretching your legs, but it's like me and I'm your legs. So you like pull my legs up. From the bottom of the frame? Maybe. And it just looks weird. I have a memory of that. Uh, and then that didn't... We didn't do anything with that. That channel is not on YouTube anywhere. kind of wish it was. That'd be funny. And then we made TC2, which honestly, I am which flattered by the... Which actually made the, the first. I'm flattered by how many people were like, how'd you come up with that? Like the name to our channel? Because I'm like, I thought it was obvious. I mean, it is obvious, but like people, I guess, thought it was super creative. And I was like, I just took two words and I put them together. And the, but thank because you. Because it felt right. Yeah. Like cheerinastics. That's what everyone called us anyways. But I'm like, no. We aren't cheerinastics. Cheerinastics too. That's why honestly, like, what a big pet peeve of mine is when it's just cheerinastics. Or there's so many way- different ways people say it where it's like the cheerinastics, like you said, or cheerinastics too. Like, it's the whole thing. Or you feel like it's TC2. That is our preferred um, naming. So you say anything else and I don't know what you're talking about. And it's funny because we even got gifted suitcases from YouTube. Yes, it's annoying. You would think like our channel name is our channel name. Like you would think this was probably back before we changed it like to TC2. But I was like, you would think they would put the Cheernastics 2 and they just on put the suitcase. Cheernastics 2. Like that was what? Excuse me, YouTube? You just decided to take out part of my username? Anyways, it's, yeah, like, it's too long. <laughs> and like the same thing kind of happened at like the social Olympic social media summit. Yeah, like, this, they like, put up why? space between it. I was like, there's no space. I don't know. Just, like, I don't understand why everyone, like, makes changes to stuff when I'm, like, no, it's exactly how I want. Everywhere that I put it and type it out, it's exactly how I want it to be. I made that choice in seventh grade, and I stick by it. Okay. So, then Instagram, I'm 99% sure we got it in eighth grade because I'm I know we did. that I got my first smartphone in Because you got yours, I think, a couple, maybe a couple months or a couple weeks before I got my first smartphone. So, you had an Instagram first. I got my hand-me-down from my mom. And then I was, like, I'd, like, look at your phone to, like, look at Instagram. And it's funny because, like, I don't remember having, like, this burning desire to, like, get an Instagram or, like, get a smartphone. But that was just kind of, like, the next logical step at that point when I was going to upgrade my phone. So, I remember being, like, in eighth grade because I had, like, 
um, advisory in the choir room. And I was just like, this mini smartphone. I got Instagram now. <laughs> so, yeah, had Instagram in eighth grade. And then Twitter, I have no idea exactly when I got. Actually, for some reason, now I'm having a, having a flashback to, like, 2011. That's got why it. I'm, like, I feel I like it might be 2011. But Which actually is no specific memory for me. Honestly, I remember being so, so confused when people were just talking about, like, Twitter versus Facebook stuff, and I could honestly not differentiate the two, and I didn't understand, like, the purpose of having two similar-ish platforms, even though now I feel like once you're on them, you just know the difference, but I don't know. It's not I was like, I used to simplify so much where I would be like, on Facebook, you talk about, like, that's where most of your things get posted, but then on Twitter, you tweet about, like, what you're doing, and when I was in middle school, like, that's how I made sense of it, but obviously now that's not how it's used. Twitter is definitely, like, I used to try and be a quote-unquote creator. I used to have, I say the term loosely, like, I used to try and, like, tweet funny things and, like, just do that kind of thing. I'm very much just a consumer on Twitter now. Like, you do not have to follow me on Twitter at all because I won't do anything. It is for my own personal use. Yeah. I honestly, just Twitter is not, and I like going on Twitter, but it's even less than true. I feel like that honestly is what I mostly use Twitter for now. Same. I don't I follow say, that many people. Um, like, I don't ever follow any new people. Really. I haven't followed someone new on Twitter in years. And I... And I don't plan to. You know, I'll scroll through my timeline, but, like, it's not very full. I don't follow that many people. And then, like, I'll go on the Explore page. That's my main thing I like to do just to see, like, what's going on. If anything major happens, then that's, like, usually, like, the first place or one of the first places I will hear something about it. And then um, before TikTok, I would use it a good amount for comedy, too. You know, mm-hmm. I would see funny tweets. I do like, I used to hate. It's always like, they always know, these companies know what to do to make you happier on their platform. You don't think they do it first, but they do. I used to hate that I could see stuff from people I didn't um, follow or I'm like, they didn't retweet it. Why are you just saying this person liked this? Like, mm-hmm. I don't care. Or like, this might be similar. Of, I like, swear that's you the like. only way I see things now. I wouldn't yep. see anything. Because no one retweets anything that much anymore. Mm-mm. At least on my Twitter. So they always know what they're doing. And I enjoy that now. Okay. After Twitter, I have Ooh, Snapchat. Snapchat was so confusing me f- for me to understand at first. Oh, like, can we talk about this? No, the initial thing wasn't confusing. It was when they added stories that I was but just, like, I could not I comprehend. Like, so, obviously, um, God, Snapchat, you said early high school, which I guess would make sense because I can't remember when I got it. Um, personally, I myself have never been a huge Snapchat person. I can tell you my Snap score is 16,000. Which I think is pretty low. That's very low. Mine's also, like, it's higher than Sierra's, but, like, I want to say, I don't have my phone right now. Like, no, 72,000 is popping in my head, but that seems, like, still way too much, honestly. But Basically, pretty like, low compared to a lot of people. I know, like, streaks were a huge thing when, like, that first came out. Never was a streaks person. I, like, have tried to, like, be a streaks person, and then I'm like, I just can't. I don't care. And I also don't, like just like maintaining a pointless conversation with people throughout the day so I know it's like a thing for people just like send pictures back and forth all day and I'd be like I just can't do this like I don't have an interest to do that so and then we got to snap stories and I understand like when I first heard of snapchat I was like okay you send like pictures that disappear makes sense got it like you and then they posted stories and I was like what do you mean you can see it for 24 hours because I like was stuck on like this concept of like anything you post to snapchat you don't want people to see like, obviously, for a long like, people time. might use it for news, but, like, even I was just, like, it's an ugly picture or something. Like, you just, it's the point of it is to disappear after someone looks at it. 
that was like my mindset, you know? So I didn't comprehend people just like posting like normal things on their stories that they'd want people to see for 24 hours. I I just like really did not get it, which I think kind of makes sense because it's a new thing. They were the first story. Mm -hmm. And then can we talk about how when Instagram added their stories, I was like, this is so dumb. No one's going to use this. And now it's like so much better than Snapchat stories. Like I don't don't know the last time I posted on my Snapchat story. These companies know what they're doing. Facebook stories, I will say that that's pointless. Right. Let's stop. No and, like, one looks bad. People's or like Twitter even has stories now. Too. No one uses those. It's you have to be on a visual platform mm-hmm. to make those work. Yeah. Oh, um, I also use Snapchat for memories. That's the only thing I use it for. I even don't really use it for memories anymore. I feel like I haven't saved a memory since December, and I don't know. I just maybe not much has been going on. Yeah. But I was just like I used to also use it pretty consistently for memories, and now I feel like I don't even do that. Okay. Visco. This is kind of. It didn't start as. Anywhere near a social media platform. This is another one I remember being confused about, like, it's a social media platform. Because at first, when I very first downloaded Visco, which was, I don't know. It was actually, I think the first time I started using it was Haley's senior spring break. I feel like I have a memory of, like, downloading it. (laughs) And so that was in 2015. And at that point, it was just for editing. There's no, like, sharing pictures to anywhere and then shortly after I think is when you could start sharing stuff to a profile but then it was still confusing to me because like you can follow people I was like you can't like you can't comment? like your comment so what's, what's the, the point? point of that and like obviously that's still how Visco is and like we've all just gotten used to it and that's just how it is but it's I don't really go on it that much anymore yeah no, I don't I'm use really, it to edit my pictures and so I don't really go on it to like look at other people's pictures that much I do it when I don't have anything else that I'm looking through and I've noticed <laughs> a lot of times what I've noticed is that people Edit on do it, somewhere but else. then they, well, that too. They edit somewhere else, but then what they do is they like remember they have a Visco and they like just spam upload. Oh, really? Yeah, I just saw Haley do that not that long ago. <laughs> when so. you remember you have a Visco, it's like that TikTok trend where people are like walking down their stairs because they're like, oh, when you remember you have oh. X, Y, or Z, and you go do it for a second. So that's kind of all I have about Visco. Was a huge fan of their C6 filter though. Mm-hmm. C6 it was really was good life. for me. I can't even use it anymore. I like, know. Like, I what can, happened? But I used to just be able to slap that on any picture I took. It looked great. Mm-hmm. Now I'm like, this isn't working. And like you might say, well, maybe you just don't like the filter anymore. I still like the pictures that I have of my Instagram like with C6. So I don't know what's going on because the world didn't change visually, yeah. anyways. <laughs> so I don't know why it doesn't work anymore. At uh, this point, I started getting out of order, so just bear with us. Next, we have Pinterest, which I'm kind of like, this is like, I hardly consider Pinterest social media. Yeah, I, I think, used to follow people. Like, when I first got it, I followed people. I was like, I need to follow people I know. Mm-hmm. Again, I think it I used to be a lot more of, like, people. a social media thing. And I still, like, definitely use it. I think it's, like, tried and true. It's a very useful app. And so, like, if I need recipes, if I need outfit ideas, if I need it's all picture ideas. Like, I just think it's a great website for ideas. Inspo. Yeah. yeah. Um, I will say, there's plenty of boards I have on Pinterest that I'm like, I don't know the last time I looked at you. I literally like, have a board be. called Things to Remember. I don't know anything in that. <laughs> I don't remember anything. Yeah. Like, I know we pin stuff related to college for when we, like, finally got to college. Like, and we were pinning that stuff probably, like, Months seventh grade. Oh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was years before we went to college we started pinning stuff. And I can tell you didn't ever once go look at whatever I pinned for myself to remember in college. And then we have Tumblr. I did have a short Tumblr phase. I know. I had it 
we it was were brief. late bloomers. I think everyone had like jumped on the Tumblr bandwagon beforehand. And we had a couple of friends that were on Tumblr. And so I don't know if we like decided to get one because they would always talk about it or what. But we ended up uh, making Tumblrs. And then I was like kind of having a fun time for a while. Like I, I was thought, like, like the only Pinterest. thing I was doing was making like an aesthetic page for what I yeah. thought was aesthetic back then. I would hate to see it now, honestly. Yeah. But that was really all I, I just did remember the it. name of yours. <laughs> I was just wondering what the name of yours was, but I don't remember what mine was. I feel like oh, it, wait, it was it, yours like stars and I think it had something with like stars. either sparkle or glitter or something. <laughs> and yours was like map of a dream. <laughs> That's a pretty good one. <laughs> um, I don't know if they're up anymore. Please don't look. I think I actually went like I think I deleted mine. Honestly though, ago. Tumblr is kind of freaking hard. All the coding you have to right? do. No one uses Tumblr anymore, right? I don't think so. I think it's, I don't know if anyone that uses it, but maybe it just was really never like something I got huge into. I was like, this isn't I think it was like a couple months and then I was like, yeah, I'm kind of bored. Trying to like the freaking music player at the bottom of the page was impossible for me. I eventually did get it, but it took a long time. I think it was like Hunter Hayes would play when you go into my (laughs) Tumblr. Hunter Hayes brings back a very specific era in our lifetime. (laughs) It's Haley driving us to school in her... 2014 vibes really that's what i get and that was like all she played because the car that we had didn't have bluetooth or anything it was just uh a cd did she have a cd actually no you know what it was it was a this is actually incredible technologically that this exists but it was she had a cassette tape that would she would put the cassette tape in the car and it was a an aux cord. Oh, yeah. Like, doesn't that sound like that shouldn't work? Yeah. You would have said that and I wouldn't have believed you, but then I just kind of remembered it. So it actually must have been on her phone. I, you'd think she'd have more songs than that. She's just really into them. Yeah. Um, okay. Then we have these one-off apps that I would thought we'd give a shout out to. And if you guys, I don't know if any of these are going to just be regional and things that like took off in our specific area or school. Well, and that's why we... Spread. Well, yeah, I know the last one's big, but the first two, like, I don't know, we could be spitballing here. Maybe everyone knows of them, or at least a little bit. Maybe you guys have no idea what I'm talking about. You're just going to have to take my word that they existed and that the only reason I know about them is because everyone was, like, saying to get these apps. So, first one, down to lunch. I'm convinced I this app was fake. don't really understand the, the point of this app. that we, like, everyone in our school got this app and you, like, put what school... You go to, which is weird. You shouldn't do that. But then I think the premise of it is supposed to be like you're actually supposed to like meet people and like go get lunch with people. That's not what we were using it for. Like, well, then like people just like posting like people were posting like just random confessions, confessions about like stuff. other classmates. But I swear to God, it was fake because like they'd be worded the exact same way, just like with different usernames of like other students. And I was like, I think it's just generating confessions because it's like it would say so and so has the prettiest blue eyes, and it'd be like. So-and-so has a pretty blue eyes. I don't know. It would say, like, mean stuff, too. <laughs> like, it was, like, I hardly the same. remember that. It was, like, a fever dream. Yeah. I swear I had it for, like, a week or two, and then I was, like, what's yeah. going on? So, that was a weird one. All I know is, like, I swear I had, like, a tiger or something. Yeah. Like, no, I know what you're talking about. I don't know. I need to, like, Google it or something. Um, I tried looking at it. Like, I just searched it to make sure I, like, remembered the name when I was writing it down. And I was kind of shocked that I did. And then the next one that I remember being pretty big at least like a little bit was called path and i was like I so really hyped for that what 
I really thought, like, I was expecting big things. And I was like, I can't I remember, wait to look back on this in five years and be like, wow. Look at my path now. But no. Did not take off. I was, like, hoping that we would be, like, the first ones on the app. And I was like, I could be, like, huge on this thing. I think it was honestly the premise of the app was social media, but you could kind of post, like, everything on it. Like, you yeah, could it was write, a bit of everything. you could do pictures. I think it even had, like, music stuff, too. So... It was, like, pretty all-encompassing, but I think that's also kind of the downfall. I think a good idea overall, and maybe the app still exists. It does. But it's just, it's so hard to break into the app space, you know, with social media. Okay. And then we have AskFM slash YOLO, because they're essentially the same thing. When we were in high school, AskFM, which is, like, the anonymous question um, app, or it was a website, actually. No, it was an app. It was both. Um, that was like the big thing. And then now people have like the yellow extension on Snapchat, which is essentially the same thing. Um, I hate I that. Like, yeah. Those are just bad. We should get rid of them. Like the only thing it serves is people like, I feel like it's a double edged sword and I might not even be using that term correctly. Cause I think that everyone is pretty much just always mean when they're sending things to people, but then everyone always like wants, in my opinion, to like get mean things sent to them. Cause I always like go like on my ask FM and like send me stuff or like whatever. Mm-hmm. And so I just feel like people would always, like, want to get, like, defensive about, like, themselves or, like, I don't know, like, they'd put themselves in a bad mood because you'd be, like, post on my Ask FM and then people would be, like, you're annoying and you'd be, like, ouch, why'd you say yeah. that? So I definitely think I had one. But I don't think I ever used it that much. I certainly didn't get that many, like, things sent to mine. And I don't think I ever, like, really wrote anyone else's either. Yeah. Then Sierra just out of the two... Some two that I forgot. Some mm-hmm. two. Uh, Vine. God, when did that come out? 2013? That's what I'm thinking. Um, I remember being so excited to be able to get Vine because it no, was... You guys, I... This, like, just, like, consumed my life until I could get Vine on my phone. Literally, because it was on iPhone first. Yeah. We didn't have iPhones. We had Androids. So it was, like, Vine took... I don't know how much longer to get on Androids, but I, just, like, I was like, downloading, I was like, on Vine... Days. Like, not the actual Vine app, I swear. And then, like, but I could still get Vine on it. And I don't know. It was just a mess. But I still remember I the first the app, Vine I was like, Do you living. remember? What? Do you remember the first Vine we made? Was that a trampoline one? No. I think it was, like, the, like, witch flying one. Where you, like, uh, a are classic. on a, Yeah. Where you, like, just hold yeah. down for a second and then you're in the air. <laughs> and you're, like, flying. Yeah. Um, I, I'm surprised, honestly, like, six seconds is not a long time. And I think it was made longer at like towards the end, but it's pretty impressive that people were able to get so big from doing six second videos, and you had like the whole MegCon group of guys. I think it's impressive that, like, I think Vine was I, th- like, the first app that I saw that was new that actually took off, and then it still like fell apart. Yeah, like, it when fell did fast. I stop going Vine? Stop going on Vine. I don't even like, remember. I don't know. I feel like everyone just, like, gave up on it, which is weird. And, like, I remember when you could rewind stuff, that, like, weirded me out. But, like, I don't know. It just makes sense after you have stuff I forgot you could do that. Like, okay. <laughs> um, but, yeah, that quickly died. They didn't have a For You page, did they? I don't think so. I don't That's think so either. The TikTok For You page is... Where would I be without it? Actually, it's changed the world. That's what we get to uh, next. TikTok... I mean, obviously, like, there's Musical.ly. I was never really on Musical.ly, so I don't really count that for me. But if you were on Musical.ly, more power to you. TikTok, I remember, honestly, hearing about 
musically changing from musically to TikTok, and I was like, okay, like that's kind of weird. Little did I, was I really know, confused because I was just like, where's the overlap? Little did I know, like the transition that would occur, how it would go from like a lip syncing app <laughs> to what it is now, which is my favorite app ever. <laughs> and I just love TikTok so much because it can be whatever you want it to be. And, and it's better than TikTok. Everyone always it's better than Vine, or that's what I meant. Um, everyone that's like our age or older seems to be like, no, Vine was so much better. No, it's not. TikTok People is not so much better. Watching Vine compilations on YouTube. I'm sorry. I have never done that. But yeah, we don't need to get too much into TikTok unless it relates to some of our later topics, just because I feel like everyone, you know, it's current app. Everyone's using it pretty much. So um, next category. Next category is social media and when it became quote unquote fake. Because I feel like Let's you know, preface this by like I always think back to Nano Sierras too, October Photo Challenge. Maybe yes. that wasn't a thing where everyone else was living. Truly, but in middle school, it was any there photo was an challenge. October. Yeah, there were like month photo challenges every month, and you could just say, "Okay, I'm going to do this," and like you'd post every single day, and it was just really unfiltered. It was actually very well, it's funny. Is, I was just going to say that filtered. it was like heavily filtered, but not filtered at all. You know, <laughs> so Why are the Instagram filters so bad. Right? You'd think, like, even now they would have improved them, but they haven't. But whatever. Um, I just remember, like, for the photo challenges that we're talking about, there'd be, well, usually October photo challenge ones, because that's the only one I really kind of remember. And I can, like, even in my head, remember some of the pictures that I posted. It'd be, like, post a photo of your handwriting on October 3rd. Post a picture of your Halloween costume on October 31st. And so it's just, like, 31 pictures to post every day. And imagine if I had that consistency now, right? Go, um, seventh grade me or whenever that was, or not seventh grade. Cause I didn't have an Instagram in seventh grade, eighth grade me. I paint myself to think that like ninth grade. No, Sierra right. I was just too. thinking like, that. Hello. I was like old enough to know better. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, it was a different world. Back then. <laughs> it was, um, but I think that like, obviously social media started out pretty like chill. I don't think anyone was trying too hard. To, right. Like, no one was trying to be like, anything put on weren't. front or. Yeah. So we are trying to, in our minds, think of like when social media started became fake. And this was Megan's uh, thought process, but I agree with it. She wrote down travel bloggers and also like the rise of Facetune. I think like I can't give you a year of when that stuff took off. But like I think that sort of creating this picturesque, picture perfect life. It was whenever people were able to start making careers off of social media. Like it had to have been. Probably. And like then the more you can make your life seem ideal then the more followers you get the more you can actually start making money off of your page and i think like a lot of things i feel like a lot of the first people that were big on instagram had to have been travel bloggers versus now you just mm-hmm. have like influencers, influencers and that's like how did we get here i don't know i remember following a travel blogger at one point and i was like now the concept of following a travel blogger kind of weird, kind of weirds me out because i don't typically follow people that i don't care about like them mm-hmm. and i'm like i don't know these people they're just like traveling and posting pretty pictures. But I think that I think her name was like Gabri or Gabby Epstein. She probably still is like a travel blogger. But I was like, oh, like I she's pretty posting a funny picture at the start of the pandemic when it was just like her doing the classic like holding my hand, but she's the one in front. So I'm like taking the pictures, like holding her hand. It's just like a beach on a computer. Oh. <laughs> um, but yeah, I feel like Facetune also specifically, especially when people didn't it's know about I used to have like. A, a, a different um, mindset on Facetune than I feel like I have now. Or maybe it wasn't what? different, but I was kind of like, right now, I'm of the mindset where I'm like, don't use Facetune. Like, why are you doing that? 
But I used to be like, if you're going to use Facetune, at least say you Facetune your pictures, which is still better than using Facetune and not saying you use it. But I'm kind of like, no, people just shouldn't use it. Yeah, I have not necessarily I do Facetune on my, or on my phone, though, because I used to sometimes use it to... I don't even I don't even know if I've ever actually posted a picture with something Facetune, but I always use it for the whitening feature. Where if I wanted like a white wall to be whiter, then I would always like try to do that. I also have mixed feelings about Facetune because you think of like influencers. I know James Charles and Tana Mojo come to mind because they always talk about heavily Facetuning their photos and like how's a joke and how like they're. Really and it's good annoying at it. because they're always like, well, one James is like it's part of the art. I'm like, okay, whatever. But then people are like, oh, like you know, I heavily Facetune, like blah blah blah. Like they say like it doesn't matter, but I'm like. Well, it kind of does matter in my mind because, like, I also just kind of feel bad for them. Yeah. Like, it, it's unfortunate that they feel the need to change their appearance to, I don't know if it's to make themselves feel better or if it's to appease, like, the minds of their followers to be like, oh, like, they look fine. Or, like, I don't know if it's, like, I don't know what it is for. But I, I like, don't want to tell anyone, you know, what apps they can or cannot use on their photos. But I would just say I think it would be better for everyone's mental health if uh, Facetune lessened. Because mm-hmm. also everything that, like, one, you might just, like, do an embarrassing job on Facetune. And then, like, everyone could tell anyways. Or it's going to make such an insignificant difference that no one, like, would have been able to notice anyways, like, if you did or did not Facetune it. Mm-hmm. What are your thoughts on, um, like, posing or, like, making sure you get your good angles? I'm all for that. I think that's fine. Because, like, come on, we have to... Like, that's the realistic way that you make yourself feel good, look good, stuff like that. You're not fake. It's just... Like, I don't think anyone can deny that, like, if you post if you post a picture with, like, bad posture, whatever, like, you can make yourself look bad with posing, and you can make yourself with, look good with posing. So but why do you have to, like, you, pick the bad thing? Exactly. I don't think you should try and go over the top with, like, being, like, looking totally different or, like, sucking in. I don't like yeah. people do that. Sometimes it's... You can tell. Like, I wouldn't say suck in or anything like I wouldn't consider that posing I'm just saying if I angle myself a certain way then that's fine because I'm just trying to make like it the most flattering angle yeah. for me and like even saying that I do think it's good that there's obviously accounts that like make it a point to show people hey like this is what I look like posed versus yeah not I think that's good because it's a reminder that oh I post too but like when you see people on social media you're not thinking oh like she's posing she's posing she's posing or he's posing he's posing he's posing you're just like oh they look really good mm-hmm Without thinking, oh, well, I can look good, too, for, like, a second if I pose like that. Yeah. And that's not how they look all the time. And then, not even just with apps again, but people getting um, different cosmetic procedures. And, like, if you just follow someone and they don't disclose that, then you obviously have no idea what they do or don't have done. But then I was kind of, like, in a way, you could view that as fake because you're comparing maybe yourself and you don't have anything done to someone that does. But then I'm kind of like, that's that person's reality, though, still. And, like... Obviously, no one has to disclose what they have done or not. So just, like, something to think about and maybe, like, something that should be in the back of your mind of, like, you truly don't know who you're following, but mm-hmm. not, like, necessarily a bad thing. Yeah. And I think that's what's, what's interesting to go off of this conversation about, like, the era of being, like, super fake, super face-tuned, all of that stuff. I think we've seen a new wave, especially on Instagram, of, like, keeping Instagram casual, like, photo dumps, like, this weird, not weird, but, like, a new wave of, like, you know, let's be real, let's be natural, like, let's just, you know, be casual. And I think that it's interesting because I think it is good and bad. I think one of the prime people who comes to mind when I think of this is, like, Emma Chamberlain, Mm -hmm. because she will post, like, random pictures that are, like, 
I don't even know what they are because they're just like kind of weird. But it's like interesting in my mind because it's like it keeps Instagram casual, but I also feel like in some ways it's like I don't want to say it's so fake, casual, it's not. but she like she still looks, still looks good. good. She like, you know, she looks great. And it's like, well, that's like effortless then. Like she's not even putting like a filter on this. She doesn't like need X, Y, or Z to like make it look good. It's just like a grainy bathroom picture and she and again, still looks good. Not to her like fault. It's I know. It's not a bad thing. Exactly. It's just still like you have to kind of put yourself in the mindset of how others might be perceiving it. And like that's the whole point of what we're doing this episode. Because like at least you could say with the former, when we're complaining about like Facetune and filters and all that stuff, you'd be like, well, they look good, but like it took, you know, a million things to get there. You know, and I'm not trying to say like, I'm not trying to blame creators for how the audience feels. It's just like the natural, you know, wave of social media. People post things and people feel things when they see them. So that's what we're talking about. But like sometimes I see pictures that like, again, I'm going to Emma Chamberlain because I feel like she's just like the leader when it comes to like photo dumps and all that stuff. When it's like, she has like 20 pictures that she looks good and that she can just post like in one go. I'm like, how'd that happen? Yeah. But I also have to say, I do like the idea of photo dumps. And I do think that it's a net positive of people like posting less edited, more casual pictures. Because I think it just like, even if you have like, oh, here's your like good and cover a lot of photo. Times too, it's but then you post like a couple where it's like, oh, these are my bad photos too. Yeah. I think it's and good. And a lot of times too, it's not even just pictures of someone. It's like kind of just like whatever's been going on in their life. And mm-hmm. I don't know. I feel like it helps you just get like a little bit more of a glimpse into who you're following. Mm-hmm. Or people post like crying selfies on Snapchat, which like I probably wouldn't post, but I'm like, okay, if so that makes you feel real and connected to your audience, go for it. So, yeah. Okay. Next topic of conversation. How has, or over, we're going to talk about now our use of social media through the years, how each platform we have used has evolved. And we've already kind of touched on this with, I feel like YouTube specifically. Let's talk about Instagram. That's my most, like, that's the platform I feel like I can best talk about, like, evolution Remember stuff. how ugly it used to be? <laughs> it's so funny how when they change it, everyone's like, it looks so bad now. And then it's like, oh, no, it actually looks better. Remember when they changed to, like, the all-white yeah. Instagram, like, layout? And I was like, this is so ugly. And I was like, never mind. You know what you're doing. Or when they made it so your profile wasn't centered. Oh, Do I don't remember, really remember that? that, honestly. I, like, know it was a thing, but I can't even, like, picture it. And now it's... Off center. I will say I still hate that they moved the uh, posting button to the top right because it's so far from my thumb. That was the point. I know. <laughs> they want me to shop on it. So kind of we already touched on. Oh, do you remember white border pictures? It was a huge That's disgusting white border. Now. Sorry if you post with white borders, but I hate it now. Um, When we were just talking about like, the photo challenges and stuff, like we were pretty – casual and like at that time like 2013 2014 which is when you're like freshman in high school I feel like that's just how it was so like we weren't doing anything different or special obviously but very casual posters and then I think like I don't know if it was I think it was still before like I got tumblr but like tumblr was still a big thing so I tried really hard to like make my instagram like as tumblr as possible I remember literally posting a picture of like an edited picture of me holding a sunscreen bottle because I was like this looks aesthetic yeah, that was. I feel like we kind of went into like a little wave of that, and it was yeah. just stuff that didn't make sense, but was like this is what's popular on Tumblr. So yeah, I will also. I remember um, using Photor, and then always like these light leaks, and I'd add them to oh my, my pictures. God, I was huge light leaks yeah. fan. Like I would post, I could post anything if I threw a light leak on it, and mm-hmm. I did. I posted pretty much anything. I remember posting, um, like just near Omaha. There was like these 
grain bins or something. I don't even know what they are. They're they graffiti, had, like, though. art on them. They were graffiti, and I just took a picture, slapped a light leak on it. Called it a day. White border. There we go. So a lot of that was pretty popular. And then I actually started feeling like I don't cringe when I look back on my Instagram from whenever I started using Visco, probably. See, I'm like, I scrolled back all the way on my Instagram, and I don't really particularly well, cringe I guess, yeah. at any of these. To be fair, I'm looking at Sierra's. I can't look at mine because I don't have my phone. But I've I'm deleted sure all the embarrassing yeah. stuff. Which honestly is unfortunate because I feel like I wish I still had them. Or at least some of them. Like, I just, I can picture in my head all these, like, October photo challenge stuff, and I just want to see them. Um, I know you had a, this wasn't necessarily the October photo challenge unless there was, like, a what you wear today thing. But, like, I have a, I know, that like, you took a picture dress. from my closet. Yeah, the dress. <laughs> where you just, like, I just tilted to the side. Yeah. <laughs> like, I see, I know what you're talking about, but I will never see that picture again. So funny. Yeah, and then I transitioned to square pictures, but still with a white border. And then eventually I was like, What was you your know, thought process for that? I liked how it was still clean. Like, I think that what bothered me was that it wasn't symmetrical with all the white borders, but I still liked the white borders. So then I did, like, squares. It was symmetrical, but still white borders. And then once I was like, you know what? We're going borderless. And that was, was in, a big thing. I was in 2015, and I never looked back. And then I was really excited when Instagram had, um, we didn't yes. post just squares anymore. That was huge. A game changer. And I remember the first picture I posted with that was this zoo picture. Oh, really? Yes. I have no idea what mine would be. Yeah. So, okay, so really big stuff. And then I um, remember like Instagram obviously going through and adding stories was huge. I was like, I'm never gonna use this. And I still don't use it as much as I would like to, but like if I were to do a story on an app, it would be Instagram. And, and now it's like always Snapchat. included with different like sponsorships you do. It's never mm-hmm. just a post, it's always like a post in these stories, or like maybe it's just stories and stuff. So, definitely big for Instagram. See, I creators. like it because I like that you don't have to like just post like this, you know, thing on your feed. I like that it can be like a small thing you're doing that day or a new song you're listening to. Like, I think they've really done a good job of expanding on what you can post on your story. Mm-hmm. So I agree. Or like, plus it's just, it's easier to post in your story. So people are posting on Instagram more often. Like imagine like Keep before stories, like you just be like seeing if I didn't post anything new and nope. Okay. You know goodbye. Interesting though. The, how Instagram has like the check mark once you finish scrolling. Through yeah. Do you guys like that or not? Because it's fine, but I'm just like, okay, bye Instagram. Like, I leave as soon as I get to that. Yeah. I feel like, like that's probably what they're going for. I don't know why they would have it otherwise, but. I feel like they want you to, like, go to the explore page or something after that. Because I'm just like, but I get to it. I'm like, okay, goodbye Instagram. See you later. <laughs> See you when there's a new post. What other apps have changed? Um, YouTube has changed a lot. Yeah. Kind of, I mean, I'm thinking of, like, their desktop version, honestly. Because, wow, that has really gone through some changes. I remember when we first... Oh, my God. I just remember, like, the first channel layout. Yes, that's what And I'm then when about. people were partners, I was always so jealous because you could get a banner if you were a partner. And so, because at first you can't or you couldn't. And I don't know what the criteria was. Was it literally just had to be a partner with a network? I think so. That's a weird criteria to have. Right? You don't, like, hardly anyone's partnered with networks now, I feel like. And then when they switched to, like, what it is now, it was called, like, the YouTube One channel. channel. One. Yeah. Or, yeah, that's probably what And I, I was so excited for that because I was like, oh my god, we can get a banner. So we like spent countless hours making our new banners. And what's funny is you can go back and if you're editing your channel banner, you can see all the other ones you've uploaded for your channel. And it just brings me back every time I look at that. Because there's some interesting ones in there. We're the only ones that 
have made our channel banners. So For better or for worse. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Ours has been the way it is for a while now, though. Isn't there one with, like, a brick wall that was, like, either pink or blue, and the text was the opposite? I don't know. We've had some short-lived ones as well. Where we were but, like, like there's also some old ones where... Um, it was still probably one of our more recent ones. Like, we were pretty popular when this was our channel banner, but it was, like, we went... And we went to Maggie's room, and she had lights, and we put, like, a white sheet up, so, like, behind us. You know, us, we were trying. So that we could, like, we used clipping magic to um, make our backgrounds invisible. And so by doing that, like, in front of a white sheet, it just makes it easier. And we were like, okay, Maggie, you um, put, like, a bow in your hair and a sports bra on, and then you'll be, like, the cheerleader, because that's what she was on the channel. And then me and Sierra just picked, like, whatever leotard we wanted to wear, and... We just picked, like, little gymnastics-esque poses and made a little banner. Mm-hmm. Because we were, like, and we were tired of just having the words on our banner. We were, like, we need to show who we are. Yeah. I remember, like, I loved the idea of, I think Dude, per- Dude Perfect probably still has this, where it's, like, the logo, I guess, is the profile picture, and then, like, the banner is, like, where the people are. And I was, like, I want to do that. So that's what we did. That's, you know, pretty much still, like, the idea of what we have going on right now. Mm-hmm. All right. I think we need to talk about TikTok specifically. We brought it up in our, you know, recent apps that we use. And um, I think TikTok, I said I love it. However, it's a really good place for me to be, but it's because I think I have, like, my For You page curated to be a really good For You page for myself. Yeah. But we need to acknowledge that TikTok can be a very toxic platform depending on which side of the app you're on. I think a big reason is, that, like, the trends that show up on TikTok, sometimes you're like, how did this become a trend? Like, how do people, like, this is okay. How do people come up with this stuff? Right? And most recently, the hip-walking trend, or it's just, like, or waist, I don't know, people, like, walking. It's just, it's the most bizarre thing to me of people, like, you know, having the song, and then, like, you start walking and just, like, show your hips or your waist on the screen, and I just think it's weird. And I also think that it's like, again, bringing up like that toxic environment of like, here's my waist and it like looks nice and snatched. Like be jealous of me. I don't know. Yeah. Um, I thought that a lot of times too, it when, and this goes with, you know, random trends like that, or also like depending on like certain dance trends going around and, you know, TikTok dances can be provocative, probably like a good amount of them are. And so I feel like that kind of brings up the conversation of, you know, are we like women empowerment or there's like people who honestly like here's my okay, like with the WAP trend, like let's get over it, people. Like I'm saying people that were mad about the dance, I'm not on your side. Get over mm-hmm. it. I understand that people are like, sure, the dance is provocative, okay? I mean, I honestly didn't even think it was that bad. Like it kind of depends on how you're dancing to it. If you're mm-hmm. just going through the motions, the dance really was not that the bad. The dance is what you make it. Exactly. But either way, I'm kind of like, are we really just going to say, like, someone should or shouldn't post or like, this? A dance like this has never existed before? Yeah. So, like, like stuff twerking like that when it was thing. popular back in freaking, like, 2012? Like, this it, so, like this stuff always exists. And um, that also, like, reminds me, there's, like, also, I feel like TikTok is, has an especially bad okay. habit of, like, people will be, like, giving it backhanded compliments, like, left and right. I have that on here. All the time. Oh, okay, good. <laughs> oh, you do have it on here. Like, you'll see someone who is, like, probably not conventionally attractive, but, like, their TikTok good is energy. most likely confidence not related to that. And, like, it's just not, like, 
super skinny stick figure girl. Mm-hmm. And then you're like, okay, like, sweet. And then there's comments where it's like, ah, oh, you look so confident or like, uh, my body looks exactly like this. Really? People that say, oh, oh my God, my body type, do not say that. Because how can you take that in a good way? Like, I understand it's kind of like, well, it's not a, con- it's not, you're like, they couldn't be rude because that's their body type. But I'm like, well, I don't know. I'm just, I don't think it's taken a great way either. Like, I'm just thinking if I posted something, like if I was posting a dance and someone's like, ah, oh, someone with my body type, I'd be like, what does that even mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, it's just a good, bad, don't, don't like that. I don't know. Um, and then I also feel like we could talk about, um, double standards because I just saw someone who made a TikTok posting this, but it's kind of like in a way what we were just talking about. Um, if you see someone with like, uh, who's not like super skinny and they're doing something and they get hyped up in the comments and then other people that do like, let's say the waist trend. Cause I've seen the waist trend for like people be like doing this for like, my body type and it's like they get hyped up in the comments because they're not like the super stick skinny person and then like the person that is like super waist snatched is like people in the comments are usually either they're like hyping the person up because they're like jealous and they're just making it known like oh I wish I had this body type which I think is also sad but otherwise it's people being like we get it so it's like they're doing the same thing but there's kind of double standards or there's like this weird you know trend of people being like you know I don't know. I still feel like I fall in like a weird in-between line of like the, you know, hyping everyone up. Like, you know, let's have everyone like here. I feel like hype themselves up. I don't know if what I'm going to say in this outline makes sense to you. I don't know if you read the outline for what I wrote down, but I tried to formulate what my general consensus was to like summarize my thoughts on trends like this and stuff like that. So we'll see if it helps at all. So my general consensus when I see a trend um like this is honestly just saying to myself something along the lines of good for them but I wouldn't do that so that's like my starting point of like I'm not gonna sit here and say what people should or shouldn't post I've never been that kind of person but I'm also like I see a lot of these trends and I'm just like I'm gonna say but you're free to criticize them I see a lot of these trends and I'm just like wow I would I would never actually do that or post that I don't like I'd have I don't see what they're seeing when they post that or like Mm -hmm. their logic behind what they're doing just seems weird to me. I feel like it says a lot about the person who's posting it. And that's not something that I want reflected back on me. Like you, I'm not seeking validation from other people. I don't need to post that for my own personal empowerment. Mm-hmm. You know, but again, that's like my reflect, like my reflection on it. Yeah. I feel like, I guess I kind of fall in a similar camp where it's like, again, I'm not going to say what you should or shouldn't post, but like this whole episode has been talking about whatever you post on social media, people are going to have a reaction to it. And if I see something, I'm like, I would not post that because I don't want X, Y, or Z reaction to whatever I'm posting. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like that plays a role in what I, what or what I post. But again, there's also like the waste trend. I just simply don't get it and I would never do it because to me it just screams like, look at me, look at my waist. Like it's so snatched and I just don't want that. Like, I don't want people to think that about me, that I think that of myself. Which you know what I mean? That's why we don't. Which is, which we're not is what we it. just said. So I guess that rings true. All right, future of social media, where do we see things going and how do we see things changing for better or worse? Going back to Instagram, I think that I see Instagram progressing in a healthier way now than ever before. I think so too. I think it's in a good spot and I think that even with like film cameras and people liking that kind of stuff, like that also shows more of a like Going to try and get ours developed tomorrow. We took a disposable camera to our um, vacation in Florida 
And I think that I finally figured out we can just take it to CVS mm-hmm. and get it developed. So, like, whether you're doing an actual film or doing some sort of Hooji app, and, like, assuming you don't edit those, like, I know you still technically could, but, like, for the most part, it's just, like, take the picture, one and done. That's it. So I feel like that's helping, you know, getting people out of, like, the trying to get the perfect pose, get the perfect picture kind of thing. And, like, live in the moment. Mm-hmm. Try to, like, have the experience and, like, any pictures are, like, secondary. And I think it's actually becoming trendier to edit your pictures less. It is. Like, people are just, like, We have the know. whole iPhone editing trend on TikTok now where it's just, like, yeah, use or the just, iPhone like, people app. adjusting, like, highlights and exposure and, like, small things like that. And then they're, like, okay, call it a day. I personally am still using presets just because I, right now, like them more, but... I would say, like, if you can edit your pictures less, then, like, that's one way to kind of keep your Instagram feeling more natural. And which is where we're headed, I think. Okay. What else do you want to say? We've kind of covered pros and cons of social media. So I feel like we can forego that. So let's end with some lessons and takeaways of what we've learned and how you might be able to improve your personal relationship with social media or potential phone addiction if you feel like you struggle with that. So uh, step one, I would say try setting out or try setting a screen limit and don't try doing that before though. No, but I don't think I have a screen screen limit issue because let's be real. Like I'm in school and studying a lot of time. So there, I did try at one point to set like app limits for myself. You have to have a lot of willpower to just not hit ignore. It could be a step, though, to, like, remind yourself. It's, like, the TikTok people that are, like, stop. Yeah. <laughs> You've been scrolling for way too long. I was, like, no. Skip. <laughs> um, I'm just saying it's something to try out if you uh, want just, like, an extra reminder to maybe uh, get off your phone. Um, mute or unfollow accounts that bring you down. This is huge. Huge. Especially, like, if you – I see a lot of people being, I don't want to unfollow them. Like, that's mean. Mute them. They won't know. They made and the you'll mute never for know. a reason. Like, it's the beauty of being able to follow the people you want to follow, whether, like, whatever, for whatever reason that might be. But they have no idea that you're not seeing their stuff. Mute their posts, mute their stories. And you know exactly who that is to you. Like, if you see someone posting and every single time they post, you can't help but feel down. Like, I understand that's something that you can work on internally to, like, change how you react to stuff. But guess what? It's not going to hurt you to just, like, mute them for the time being. Mm hmm. Or just, like, this goes for people that are annoying, too. Like, not necessarily that it brings you down, but if you're, like, this person puts in their story all like the freaking like time. boils your blood, mute. Mute them. It'll make you happier. Okay. Then I would say go through the different social media apps you use and figure out, like, what you use them for. And write the pros and cons of each app down. And if the cons outweigh the pros, perhaps delete the app. I feel like this could be used mostly for TikTok or Instagram because I feel like those are the two apps where people tend to do, like, the most comparison and, like, feel the most down about themselves. So if you notice that you're getting more negativity. just for, like, a period of time where you're like, let me, like, detox from this for a little bit. Mm-hmm. You could come back to it, but it might be nice to take a little break. Um, uh, next one. I'm a big proponent of this one. Turn off your notifications on your phone. I have hardly any notifications on for any of my apps. Except for, like, really you know, freeing texts and stuff. And part of this, like, this started, honestly, because just, like, with gaining a following, like, if I had my notifications on for every like that I got on Instagram or whatever, my phone would be blowing up. Not to toot my own horn or anything, but just, like, it would. And so I, like, turned off all of my notifications. And, like, it is so freeing to just not be like, oh, so-and-so liked my picture. Or, like, so-and-so commented on my picture. Or, like, so-and-so followed me. Like, just do not. Plus, like, those notifications are there because the app wants you to get back on to the app. So 
turn off turn off all the notifications. Even Snapchat, I like don't have notifications on for except for like the red dot, but like I don't have them like pop up in the banner. Cause I'm just like I'll get there when I get there. I like that. It honestly has just been so like good for me. Cause I'm just like I'll get to the app when I get to the app, and it doesn't control when I get on the app. I have my email notifications on for our work emails, and oh, God, I wish I could turn them off. The amount of spam I get from those, <laughs> but I'm also like I. I used to not have them on, but then I would never check the email. And so then I would like miss stuff. I could honestly probably like, I'm in the habit of checking now. I could probably just turn notifications off, but my goodness. Yeah. So many emails from those big proponent of no notifications, notification squad. Okay. Last one is just more so like for you kind of being introspective and analyzing how you portray yourself on social media. Make sure you're putting out the image that you want the world to see of you and maybe like look at your Instagram or Twitter or whatever social media from like an outside perspective and say, is this what I want people to like think of me as when they go to my social media? Because a lot of people aren't going to know you in real life and all they have have to to go go off of, of, oh my God, I said that at the same time. All they have to go off of is your social media. And so is that like the real you? If they were to meet that person, or if they were to meet you in real life, but they like only saw you on Instagram, would they be like, oh, like that makes sense. Like that's, that tracks. And then also whether you like it or not, like your social media follows you to future jobs Maybe schools you're applying to. So you always should be thinking about that kind of stuff too. Mm-hmm. Be cognizant of what you're posting. The I internet like is I forever. Should, I want to say that. Like be cognizant of what you're posting. But, but also don't like scared. don't be scared and don't like not show a personality on. Mm-hmm. Like be yourself still. I agree. That's okay. If a company or something doesn't like that, then I feel like that's more on them. Like make sure it's appropriate, but you can still have a life. Yep. I think that's all we've got to share. Thank you guys. You Hopefully you enjoyed us talking about all things social media today. I think it's fun to kind of take a walk down memory lane and like see how much it's changed just in the short time that we've been on social media, which like this is all like we talked about was like within a roughly 10 year time span and it's changed so much. So I can't even imagine what another 10 years is going to be. 10 year update. See you guys in 10 years on, you know, a new podcast episode. Um, Make sure you guys rate our podcast. We'd really appreciate some five star ratings, but if you have any constructive criticism, then you could leave that as well. Speaking of social media, we have an Instagram, a podcast Instagram, and personal Instagrams that we would like you to follow us on, at according to, and then at Sierra underscore Joe, and at Megan underscore Marie 32. Okay. That's it. That's it. Okay. We'll talk to you guys next Thursday. Bye. Bye.